Well, what I would tell my clients is to document your hiring strategy early on. You know, um, what people don't realize is that your HR department is an establishment and it's a fundamental department because it gives stability. And when you have employees that have stability, it allows you to grow. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Diana George of By George HR Solutions. Diana, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Gresh. I'm great to be here. I'm just so excited. Yes, I'm excited as well. You're doing so many phenomenal things. And uh, before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more so you can hear a little bit more about some of the awesome things that Diana is doing. And as the founder and president of By George Solutions, Diana found a common thread with most of her clients, the ability to hire employees that fit their company culture. Diana has worked with global companies such as Bose and a luxury watch company, Omega. Diana brings with her over three decades experience and learned early on how to motivate and get the best out of people, which she now teaches organizations. A co-author in Anatomy of Accomplishment, Diana shares seven strategies on how to have a winning company culture. She teaches companies how to attract, hire, and keep their top talent. And Diana is the number one person you go to when you want to hire right the first time. Diana, great to have you on the show again. Super excited. And are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. I am ready. Let's get this started. Let's do it then. (laughs) So to kind of kick everything off, I I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. So my CEO story is I was always in, um, I, I worked a lot for retail companies and I had an opportunity to work for some amazing global companies as you mentioned, Bose and Omega. And I had some great and wonderful experiences. And I guess at some point I realized that that wasn't the norm. Everyone didn't have those same type of experiences. But what I was able to do is take so many of the things that they gave me and use them throughout my career and build upon it. And at some point, uh, their HR department was so instrumental in helping us as managers develop and really get the best out of uh, out of the people that we had. And so I wanted to be able to do the same thing. And so the last company that I worked for, I absolutely loved the company, excited to go to work each and every day, which was my norm in terms of my experience. And then we had a shift. We had a management change and a lot of those things changed. And it was at that point that I realized that, you know, not only are your employees your greatest brand ambassadors and your greatest asset, they need to know that and you need to really nurture that. And so at some point I decided to leave the company. It wasn't the company that I had originally started with. And I know that things changed. And it was at that point that I said, you know what? I really want to get out there and I want to teach, you know, other entrepreneurs how to hire people, how to hire right the first time. 
Yeah, I appreciate you sharing. And obviously, you know, sorry that you had to go through that experience. But I'm a big believer, I always say in binary. So I almost feel like in order to know, um, you know, one side of the coin, you have to know the other in order to know good, you have to experience bad. And I almost feel like and I don't know, I don't want to put words into your mouth or anything. But I almost feel like because you had that experience, especially too, it probably empowers you with even more insight into how to help these organizations, these leaders create that great culture and understand how important an asset their people are. You're absolutely right. Um, and I thank you for that because it, it really did. It was at that point that I realized that I had been doing some a lot of successful actions over all those years. And so it was at that time that I said, hey, light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. Now let me take those experiences. Let me take what I've learned and show other people how to not only hire right the first time, but to nurture those individuals, retain those individuals. So what I, what I tell people that I do is that with great brand ambassadors, you really get to strategize and work on the business and not in the business. So I teach entrepreneurs how to hire right the first time so that their brand is a reflection of them each and every day. Mm, that's extremely empowering. And I think so many times that you said, you know, so well too, that I think a lot of times we don't recognize or we sometimes even appreciate our zone of genius, the experiences that we have and the skills that we have. So once we do understand that, it's so important that we try to spend as much time as possible. So that's why I love how it doesn't become just, I guess, hiring a person. It becomes an extension of the brand, extension of the vision sometimes. And when we start to kind of flip that switch and look at it in a different way, it becomes really empowering and exciting as well, too, every time you get to, to attract and bring on talent. Absolutely. Company culture is um, it's very important for every business and to really identify that and know what that is. And so when we take a look at our larger you know, companies that we're familiar with, uh, that we see on, on TV every day, they've established that. But I, I, I like to remind people that that's important for you also. They got to where they are because they established that earlier on, what that company culture is, and they hire based on that company culture so they have the right person in place. And so I thought this is an opportunity to make sure that businesses, as they start up, as they're growing, they make sure and they know how to do the exact same thing, because that's going to help them to elevate and to continue growing. Yeah, absolutely. Taking those foundational steps in order to set yourself up for success. So I love that you help, you know, organizations and, and leaders do that. And, and so I, I know we touched on a little bit on, on, on what you do and how you do. Could you tell, take us through a little bit more of that and exactly how that looks and that process goes and what you even feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique, aka your secret sauce? Yeah, so my secret sauce, and and I share this with people because I think it's really important for everybody, is really giving people the resources is the easy part. Staying with them through their own personal transformation is the commitment. So anytime you have someone that comes into your company, that's a commitment. It's a commitment on your end. It's a commitment on the individual's end. And so when we realize that and we nurture that, then we're helping that person to not only grow within the organization, but that we're really helping that individual to grow, you know, personally. And so I really help individuals to understand really what the formula is for communication. So, so often we think that we really understand how to communicate. Oh, I told that person that. So, you know, I can't believe they didn't get it. There's so much more to effective communication and what does that look like? And so when people really understand what that looks like, they're more engaged with the individuals that they work with. They're more engaged with their staff. They see them from a wholly different, a totally different viewpoint. And it's a more holistic view 
viewpoint in the sense that they want everybody to do their best and they want everybody to grow. So um, having people understand that that's really important. And I think if nothing else, 2020 in the pandemic has uh, taught us and showed us how important relationships are and how important people are. And we need to invest in people more. And when you do that, that's that's the winning formula for success. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think so many times I'll say, like, I, I think we forget about the the human aspect of business. Of course, you know, numbers and analytics and all those things play, you know, a huge part. But I think so many times we can skip over that human piece. So that's why I love that you remind, you know, us of that, you know, now, but also in everything that you do, because I think it's something that, once it's, I guess, properly cultivated, maybe the right word, or, or built and, and grown and, and strengthened, those relationships and that opportunity really can go, you know, the, the sky's the limit to say the least. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a there's a saying out there that, you know, people normally don't leave companies, they leave the individuals that's at the companies. Mm. So, you know, there's, it's, it goes back to relationships once again. And so normally we're in a company and as large as, as large or small as the company is, it's still those personal relationships that keep people there. It's not always what we traditionally think it is. It's not always the most compensation because we've heard stories of people making, you know, as astronomical amounts of money, but they're, they're, they're still missing. They don't like what it is that they do. They don't like the people that they work with. So really cultivating a company culture that speaks to your business and who you are and bringing on people that uh, are indicative of that company culture so that you now have a common goal, a common purpose, a common theme for why everybody's there each and every day. And they know that that's the important thing. Um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I'm going to, if I, if you don't mind, I'm going to give you two. Uh, one it. of them is called LastPass. And, you know, there might be some people out there that know it, but it is a way of keeping all your passwords. And so I have, you know, uh, several different clients that I work with, as well as people that work with me. And so I'm telling you, if I didn't have LastPass, I would probably, if I ever got amnesia, I'd be in trouble because all the <laughs> passwords that I have, and right now I'm close to up to 300 passwords. So there's no way I can remember that, but this makes my life so easy easy. And especially being an entrepreneur, I do have people that do uh, social media for me and other things. And it allows me to share my passwords with them without them having to see my, my, my password. And it makes it so efficient for me to do that, as well as keep everything in one place and travel with it with me. So that is one of the things. Um, so that would be number one. Number two, and I just stumbled upon this most recently, and I absolutely love it because I do a lot of videos for social media. And it's called Big View. And it is a teleprompter that you can put on your phone as an app. And you can put a script in there, everything. And it is amazing when you pull this up and you have everything there. You don't have to remember, what do I need to say? You know, everything is right there for you. You're looking where you need to look. So that has been my newest hack that I absolutely love and have been sharing with everybody. Awesome. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. Well, what I would tell my clients is to document your hiring strategy early on. 
You know, um, what people don't realize is that your HR department is an establishment and it's a fundamental department because it gives stability. And when you have employees that have stability, it allows you to grow exponentially and as fast as you want to grow. But without that in place, you're kind of guessing at a lot of things. And what happens a lot of times you have a lot of turnover of individuals or you don't aren't able to retain your top talent or the people that you want to retain. So really having that process documented earlier on what does it look like so that you don't have to remember it you know much later on when you're in the game so I would say document your hiring strategy yeah I I, I love that and I, I feel like it also allows you to kind of rep, especially if you get like a really great you know talented individual to be on the team and you don't realize exactly how you did it or what it is that you do by documenting it it allows you to one if you replicate that success but two I think if it's not something that ends up being ideal or the person doesn't necessarily be, become ideal you can go back and look at that documentation and start to tweak it in there instead of it being in somebody's head absolutely absolutely Awesome. 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 And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Diana, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO, CEO means to me freedom, responsibility, but most importantly, having the opportunity to impact and change lives. I really get to do that each and every day by my interaction with people. And so I get to do that on a much bigger platform than I would have if I was just working a job or going to a nine to five. So that is the most important part for me is that I get to change and impact people's lives each and every day. Yeah, and that's huge just because I think that a lot of times when we look at our expertise or talents or gifts as a way in order to make impact, as you said so well, we really can see and get excited about everything that we do. And I think that so many times um, understanding that by creating um, a great company culture as you do so well, it's where a lot of people spend their time and their energy. So as you are able to do that within organizations, it's creating a, such a strong impact in their lives, obviously organizationally, but I imagine in their, their personal lives, their relationships, it starts to kind of bleed into so many different aspects of their lives. So I, I love the work that you do because it, it creates um, that necessary need um, that all organizations can kind of take advantage of. Yeah, the, the ability to act impact people's lives, not just professionally, but personally as well. That's where you really have a reach because I always say to people, you know, how people are in their per professional life is the same way they are in their personal life and vice versa. So if you can help somebody improve in their professional life, you're going to help them improve in their personal life as well. That's extremely powerful. The way People do one thing is the way they do all things. So I think it's something that we should definitely try to keep in mind. So Diana, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of the book and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Sure. I would tell people the one additional um, piece of information that I would give is hire, not only hire the right people, invest in people, but then trust them to do the job that you put them there to do. That goes a long way. And so when you do that, you acknowledge people, you encourage people, and you will get the best out of people. So that's the one, one last additional thing that I would say. And then in terms of how to reach me, um, the platform I'm the most active on is LinkedIn. So you can reach me at Diana L. George on LinkedIn. And I also do a hot seat coaching every Thursday at 8 p.m. 
The next one will be May 20th. If you're on LinkedIn, you can go to my page and you'll see uh, the event. You can sign up for it. And then, of course, if you like to download the book, you can do that as well. And that is um, bygeorgehr.com uh, slash company culture. And you can download the book chapter. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much again, Diana. We will have the links and information as well in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you. But I love that last you know, point as well, too, because I think so many times you do all the work to get the right people in the right place and the right culture, and then you don't allow them to flourish. So I think stepping back, especially as leaders and understanding that you have done all the, the work before to get the right person, now allow them to flourish and to shine and to coach them up and support them in order to do that is absolutely huge. So I appreciate you so much again and for all the work you do. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.